Hello there, and welcome to a very special crossover episode of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I am very excited about this. Also, heads up, this is so not safe for work. Like, if you think, oh, I really can't listen to this podcast with other people around, you really can't listen to this one with other people around, but do expect to be laughing. This is a special crossover extended length episode where Amanda and I are joined by Melody and Aaron from the absolutely incredibly delightful podcast, Heaving Bosoms. Now, I was a guest on their show recently, and so they have returned the favor. We read Toxic Desire by Robin Lovett, and we had so much fun discussing it. Spoilers everywhere. But if your thing is forked tongue aliens sporting aphrodisiac venom fangs and gold body armor, crash landing with a human on a toxic sex gas planet, well, you're going to enjoy this very much. Like I said, this is extremely not safe for work, and it's extra long. <laughs> we loved every bonkers moment of this conversation, and we hope you do too. Now, I will have links to where you can find everything about Heaving Bosoms. Yes, you definitely want to tune in if you don't already. And speaking of podcasts, if you are looking for another new show to try, please check out The Mermaid Podcast. Hi. I'm Laura Von Holt from The Mermaid Podcast, part of the Frolic Podcast Network. The Mermaid Podcast is, you guessed it, all about mermaids. I cover everything from mermaid legend and history to mermaids in pop culture, movies, and TV. My guests include mermaid experts, mermaid historians, mermaid authors, mermaid charities, mermaid tail makers, and even professional mermaids. Yes, being a mermaid is a real job. So whether you have legs or fins, are a mermaid queen or a mermaid at heart, the Mermaid Podcast has something for you. You can find us at mermaidpodcast.com and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So basically, if you were thinking, wow, I've got more time, I'd like more podcasts, we've got the Mermaid Podcast, we've got Heaving Bosoms guesting on the show, and there's like a whole bunch of podcasts in the Frolic Network, so we're here to hook you up. Basically, if you need things to listen to, we want to help you out. But also, thank you for listening to this show. I really appreciate it. I also want to say hello and welcome three, no, four, yes, four, four new Patreon community members. Hello and thank you to Linda, Naomi, Gwen, and Cassandra. Thank you so much. Your help with the show means that it keeps going and the whole Patreon community makes sure that every episode is transcribed by a professional human transcriber, which I kind of like supporting independent businesses that way. Thank you for making every episode accessible to everyone, and thank you for supporting the show. If you would like to have a look at our Patreon levels, patreon.com slash smartbitches. This episode is brought to you in part by Headspace. If you are one of the 34% of Americans who made a resolution to be less stressed, or you're not an American, but you also want to be less stressed, and you like to try meditation, Headspace is here to help. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you need help falling asleep, Headspace has new wind-down sessions every week, and their members swear by how effective they are. Amanda particularly loves these. If you're feeling overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation just for you. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you do with your kids. 
Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I definitely agree. I have now been using Headspace for over 60 consecutive days, and I really like it. Right now, I'm doing a session, a course. There's individual courses where there's maybe 10, 20, 30 sessions that you work your way through. This one that I'm doing is on balance, which I am really, really enjoying. And I love the feeling I have after I finish sitting and listening to each session. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That's in all cap, so I have to say it in a big voice. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier. Yes, you do. And Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Sarah. That's headspace.com slash Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's entire library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, so head over uh, to headspace.com slash Sarah today. This episode is also brought to you by Native Aluminum-Free Deodorant, which is a great addition to your 2021 routine. Native cares about what you put on your armpits. That's why their deodorant's ingredient list includes things you've actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Another plus, none of their products are tested on animals and almost everything is vegan. Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30 days returns and exchanges if you don't like it. And they have options. They have sensitive deodorants for people with baking soda sensitivities. They have plastic-free if you're trying to cut down your plastic consumption. And there's even an unscented option. If you want to try something a little different, they have special rotating seasonal scents like blood orange and clove or candy cane. And if you like things automated, you can even subscribe to Native so you'll never have to sweat about running out of deodorant again. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash trashybooks or use promo code trashybooks at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash trashybooks or use promo code trashybooks at checkout for 20% off your first order. Are you ready for an epic, silly, laughter-filled, absolutely not safe for work, supremely inappropriate, and totally hilarious podcast crossover? Let's talk to Melody, Aaron, and Amanda about toxic desire. On with the podcast. I am so excited to do this. Thank you guys so much. This is not a favor. This is a privilege. (laughs) This is... This is what I've been looking forward to all fucking week. Oh, thank you, Melody. All right. So oh I don't know gosh. if we've actually met in person. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hello. That's Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Hello, Amanda. Amanda. I definitely haven't spoken to you before. How are no, you? Oh, good. All things considered. All right. Yeah, so this is that. entirely Amanda's fault because I texted her on Slack and I was like, listen, I need a batshit novella. And she was like, oh, okay, how about how about aliens on a sex gas planet with, with Honestly, Amanda, I have to say a hearty and 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 just like from my core. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. The, may I make a I prediction? Have, I have already I've already purchased the rest of yep. the series. I was going to say, <laughs> I would like to predict that Melody Carlisle unironically loved this. <laughs> 
And you know what? I'm fucking proud to love this Why thing. Not? Why not? <laughs> oh, I loved it. If alien fucking is your thing, this has <sighs> plenty of your thing. Oh, my it's, and that's it's okay. one of those books where like, okay, you think you're getting this, but wait, there's this. Yes. But wait, there's even more. And then there's this other thing. <laughs> and there's sex venom. Like just... Oh my gosh, there's sex venom that also changes your motherfucking DNA, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never had sex that great. I then will there's tell you that, that whole sex society. It's a sex society, you guys. <laughs> We're just going to all hang blue. in transparent houses from now people. on. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, um, <laughs> thank you for this, Amanda. You have made all of us. So I do what happy. I can. I you do have, what I can. You have you made, made my dreams so come true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was Seriously. so good. She put on lipstick and eyeliner. Yes, you have eyeliner okay. too. Yeah, bitch. I came. I came swinging. This is bitches <laughs> in bosoms, right? That's right. I needed my. I needed my armor on for this. <laughs> my diamond plated armor. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like my hair is hiding the obscene <laughs> pile of laundry. Like, <laughs> on my bed <laughs> I, I mean you have some really delicious volume Amanda. your hair is literally full of secrets it is it's hiding your secrets <laughs> <laughs> okay so since we've already started talking I'm gonna back yes. up a second please. Aaron yes would you please introduce yourself I'm Aaron I we had trouble with the last <laughs> time I <laughs> I'm Aaron and that's I'm all I got for Aaron you, I'm on the podcast Heaving bosoms <laughs> with Melody. I'm one of the bosoms. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Are you the left bosom? I, the what right? did we just? Didn't we do this? One Are time? you the slightly? You're the left bosom. bosom. I'm the, left, the left bosom. bosom. Yep, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like lower? you're the left brain of our friendship. <laughs> you are also the left bosom. I'm probably like the mouse-shaped bosom, like the one that's a little off. That's, that's no. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> you see inside my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to be the misshapen one. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll both be weird bosoms. Yo, oh, yeah. And Melody, oh, yeah. would you introduce yourself in your bosom? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm Melody Carlisle, and I'm the other half of Heaving Bosoms, and I'm really stoked to be here talking about insane alien romance that I unironically worship. I am so happy because, I mean, when I was a guest on your show, we yeah. read Nicholas. Lord Lords of the Sater. With the double penis. It's, <laughs> a, right. it's a rite of passage. With the abdominal the penis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, the, and yeah. the seeker. Don't forget seeker who crawls out from behind your ball sack. <laughs> the, the Zamboni of love. Yes, of course. Yes. Just cleans the whole area. Aaron, right. I, I hope that you also have read heals. this. It's, I did not. I did like the, the little... show, though. And I did actually tell a non-romance reader about it last night because I was telling her about <laughs> this. And um, <laughs> she was like, what would you even do with that other penis? And I was like, think about it. <laughs> Just for a hot cook. second, man. Let, let that noodle cook a little bit there and you'll <laughs> The seeker reminds me of that weird little robot in Wally, Mo, who just all he does is just Yes. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't say a word except for his name, yeah. but just goes around uh-huh. cleaning it up. So when oh, you so reached good. out to me to be on our show, I was like, well, now I need to like 
show up with some good books. <laughs> you showed up with Nicholas, honest, though. Really? Yeah, you, you're the one who showed up. Yeah, Man. but now I needed to bring you something that was as good as Nicholas because, I mean, that's yeah. a really that's a really high bar. Like, it's you hard did to it. top Nicholas, Lords of the Seder, which my, my uh-huh. husband still believes is about Passover. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for him. Yeah. yeah. What a great journey. Love that. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, lets his, he lets his people go. Um, <laughs> so I reached out I reached out to Amanda and I said, Amanda, I need a really, really messed up novella. And she's like, I got you. Here you go. Oh, so we read I'm so excited. this book and we have to attempt <laughs> to recap it. Oh, don't oh, worry. I've got, I'm <laughs> good. I'm here. All right, Melody. I do this for a living, I, man. I know. I know. And I am I'm ready. I, I have so many highlights. <laughs> I have something that I want to make it. Oh my God. Aaron is bouncing. Come on at my bouncy ball. I have to look at my highlights. I have mm. highlights. I have something that I want to cross stitch in this book. <laughs> I is it about some... sparkly jizz? Is no, it? No, but that is okay. highlighted because right, how, do you not, how do you not highlight the sparkly jizz? <laughs> I know it's jizz, unicorn right? jizz. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink it, but you'll, leave, you'll live a half-life, a cursed life. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it though, right? It's gotta be worth it. Because it's so meaty on the way down. It's meaty. Oh, God. That phrase made my whole body just for you. Oh, my gosh. I almost texted it to you. And then I was like, no, we have to do it live on the podcast. We have to do it live. (laughs) Not only was it meaty jizz, but it was sweet, too. Sweet. Like, it was somehow both the meal and the dessert. Obviously. Yeah. All right. Okay. So this is Toxic Desire by Robin Lovett, right? Yes. And we we emphatically... Love it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Like yes. There, there's like a whole specific genre, I think, of romances mm-hmm. where you're not going to hand this book to someone that's not fluent in the genre. You're not going to be like, <laughs> oh, you've never read romance. Start here. You're not going to give no, this I as like an intro. But to those who are fluent in the genre, this is oh. a very special type of romance. I don't. I don't know. I said. If this is your first book, or you're gonna give this as a first book, this is like a sink or swim. Like, <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, they might you want to get into it, like sink or yeah, swim. Yeah, no, toss them in, toss them in the deep end. You to know, the, to the alien fucking, the pool oh, yeah. of alien fucking. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, that is a, that actually is a technique. At a dinner party with my with my baby at that point, just crawling around me, somebody was like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, well, I do this. And then I have a, a romance novel podcast. And she was like, whoa, what's like, what's that about? And about two minutes later, I was like, well, and then we did this episode about this whole society that's based on double penetration. And like, <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> These are the it's types of conversations thing. I do not have at synagogue. <laughs> <laughs> I work at an independent bookstore in the like greater Boston area. And one of the owners was like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, well, uh, <laughs> I'm recording a podcast about a romance that's set on a sex planet. And he's like, yes. okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like, I'm slowly backing away from this conversation now. <laughs> I didn't really want to know. And now I really don't want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I loved everything about this. So, uh, who did you like more, Nimona or Oten? Oten? Did you have a favorite? I'm I liked Oten better than Nimona. She is a little prickly. Okay. Not that I mind a prickly. Erin <laughs> <Aaron> can't decide. 
feel like her her like backstory was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, changed a lot based on what the story needed. Right? It did yeah. change quite a bit. Her motivations made thing. a lot of switches, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And I feel like Oten being like part of this race of people that's been like hunted and massacred the throughout history. Sedez. Yes. The double S. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I got it. I got why yeah. he was so cranky. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. So it starts off with Nimona on her ship. And she's the general. She's General Nim. And she's, like, totally armored up. And you can't see her face. And you can't see her cunt. You can't see anything on her, right? Everybody because is that like, generally hangs out tender. when you're wearing armor. You just <laughs> right. I mean, it's just hanging out there. If yeah. it's good armor, you know. At if first, it's my style armor. I thought that this solution of, like... Men treat women badly in the military, so we're just going to cover them head to toe and make it illegal to tell anyone your sex. At first, I was like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous, book. And then I was like, <laughs> actually, that does seem to be a very human solution to a problem where we could just, like, have better <laughs> attitudes toward people. It's like, no either or. It's like, no, we're not going to fix it. You're just going to cover yourself all the yeah, time. And you're going to use like, no, this is realistic. <laughs> You're going to use a voice coder to disguise yeah. your voice. You're going to hide your, and then if someone reveals their gender to you, you're going to be like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. Be Put your boobs away. Yeah. Yep. That seems like a very oh, military solution is- to a, a very solvable That's problem. Right. <laughs> That's right. So she's on her ship and she's, they're being boarded. They're being taken over. They're being attacked. Yep. And there's and this. Bad. Yeah, oh, it's it's super bad. There are like crew dead all over the place. They have Lots no idea. Murder. Yeah, they have no idea how these these guys got onto their ship. They're like golden gods. And I did like that in this scene, she was like, must murder him. Why can't I murder him? Because <laughs> I liked the fact that she, you know, had those reservations before she got to Toxic Planet, you know? But anyway, he basically has the same thing. He's like, need to murder this this dude, can't. And so he pushes her into an escape pod. They push the, somebody's ass hits the button. Oh, Aaron's raising her hand. Go. Um, yes, Aaron. Thank you, Amanda. She, uh, Melody is <laughs> to acknowledge when I raise my hand on the podcast. So I'm glad you're here. I'm like, it's your podcast, what? man. Just talk. Well, I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> why, why Odin push Nem into pod and fly away? <laughs> It doesn't really make sense. Why he do this? No, because the ship was about to crash. I think the ship. They realized that the ship was being sucked into the gravity of Sex Planet. Yeah, he was just the only thing they knew about. Yeah, and I think the only thing they knew about Sex Planet was that they were going to die if they crash landed. Yeah, they thought it was a fire planet. Right, and remember, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a fire, fiery planet. Loin, it was loin, hot down there. Fire. I did. Oh, yeah. I did highlight a passage where it's like the fire in her loins, yeah. and I'm like, man, do I hate the word loins. I, I love. He loves Why? loins. <sighs> Good for Why? loins for things that are <laughs> so not much, sexual. Every so much. <laughs> Ooh. No, but remember, there is a justification for this, Aaron, because <laughs> he has to push her into the pod because he's got to torture her for information about the yeah, rest of the 10 yeah. systems. Um, That's the only reason he would possibly do that. Not because he has a secret fated mate connection to her that he doesn't <laughs> even know about yet. It no. couldn't be that. No. But he also says, I will tell you everything about the sisters you humans <laughs> have wanted to know, but have never been able to understand. And then I will yeah. kill you. And it's like, well, and then I will murder you dead. But like, why? You know, why? <laughs> why? 
why is that step? That step's not necessary. Not necessary because hot banter. Additional extra effort. He's got a monologue, you guys. He's got a monologue about his people before he murders her a lot. That's right. How is he going to achieve ultimate murder smolder, Aaron, if he's not monologuing? Don't tease me with murder smolder. You know that this man doesn't have a murder murder smolder. You know what a murder smolder is, and this is not. It's not. But you know, like in real life, a man monologuing would just make you kill yourself. (laughs) You're right, Amanda. I'm done. I'm tapping out. Uh I don't care about anything that is coming out of your mouth. So they land on this planet and they like get out of the thing and then it's so hot or something. And so they have to strip down probably something like that. And then they start fighting. <laughs> they start tits out fighting, which I did not hate at all. Um, they, it's just like everything about it is is my fucked up catnip. When he you know? sees that she is an alien lady, he describes yeah. her as having, this is, I just wanted to read this aloud, Please. an array of delicate cheekbones and full lips. That's it. That's all she is. Just the, a pair but of but like how? Nothing. No, it sounds oh. like she has many pairs of cheekbones in. It. <laughs> <laughs> how much lips she has? Multiple have. lips. He's going to explore <laughs> those later. And oh, get it, Sarah. Yep, that's nice. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So then, all of a sudden, they are overcome by the need to bone they to the point. Gotta- that they just like dry hump on each other until both of them come in their pants. And she talks about coming like down to her kneecaps. <laughs> so her kneecaps blew out. <laughs> it's so good. And I'm just thinking like, am I doing sex wrong? <laughs> Is this supposed to happen? I don't know. I think we got to get to Firean in order to find out you know? my favorite my favorite highlight from from chapter two and i have many yes please i was i was particularly charmed by round rubied nipples oh yes oh yeah oh yeah and her thighs vising my hips i've never heard vise as a as a verb before but okay Whoa, yeah i understand yes but my personal favorite is page 13 chapter two Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Something about this planet, the air, the heat, the steam yeah, yeah, is yeah. fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I'm so I'm so into it. And and at this point, I'm gone. Oh, yeah. I, I already know was like, all right. <laughs> I already I'm know I'm buying the whole series. I already know that I'm checking out whatever else Robin Le- Lovett has ever written. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I'm I am I am a goner. It's oh, yeah. over. Steamy sex planet plus melody equals win. Yeah. I just, just happiness. I, I don't know if I can find it like I, I couldn't find it hot <laughs> because it was so funny. The idea of them like fun- Oh, I know. And then just all of a sudden just like humping things and like not being <laughs> We have we have walked twenty minutes. We will bone against a tree. Like there's yeah. there's three distinct acts of uh-huh. the story. So act yes. one is we walk through the forest and we bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a road trip romance, Sarah. It's, it's a bony road trip. They just they <laughs> yeah. have to walk 
and then they have to bone. And even the plants want them to bone. Yes. Like if the plants oh, yeah. caught her flesh. The plants she... are a bunch of dank perverts. <laughs> yeah, they caught her and... flesh and then she gets horny tones. <laughs> and they're like, they're violent perverts. They're going to oh, cut yeah. you and, and get that juice in you, you know? Oh, yeah. But wait, what they're the... going to do. Importantly, he bites her with his snake fangs. <gasps> yes. Guys, he's a snake. Just so you know. <laughs> he's got a fork snake man. Yes. Oh, yeah, he does. And he does fork bite tongue. her with his snake venom fangs. And then that makes because her he have can't control himself. an orgasm. Yeah. But it's, That's tough. you guys, it's important for the plot. <laughs> it is. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Oh, but because also important to the plot, she doesn't even, I don't even know if, if any of us knew he had fangs at this point. And she just looks at him and she goes, bite me. And then she's like, Sookie Stackhouse, bite me and shows her his, shows him her neck. Oh yeah. Give it to me. And then he bites her. But then we find out from his perspective that he hasn't felt his venom come down it's like, hundreds it's, of years it's almost it's, it's almost it's like, like a, a cressley cold demon situation <laughs> yeah where i was thinking it was like can't ejaculate unless he's having sex with his mate uh-huh. his little his peen seal breaks <laughs> whoa i was thinking it was very much like lactation but oh. you know that's where my <laughs> it's true he's like i have i am in target and i've heard a baby cry <laughs> it's true um so since puberty and like he's not <laughs> <laughs> dying. Yeah, I mean it is like they're going through puberty, especially with like the dry humping. Like yes. <sighs> oh, it's so good. So he does do that bite, and then we find out that that's the only like that only happens with someone that you are forming the capital A attachment with. Attachment. Yes. yes that's very. There good. are several steps to attachment. The fourth one being mm-hmm. the most hilarious of all, <laughs> in my personal True. opinion. Okay, so then their big giant ship, the Origin, I almost said her the Odyssey. Ship. Different story. <laughs> yeah, her ship crash lands on the planet, and they're like, we got to get there. So they start walking, and that's when they walk through the forest. And as so he's fine because he's got this diamond-plated armor. It's gold. Like gold. And he's yeah, gold. Yeah, 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 and he's gold, you guys. So and he's giant, of course, you know, and like we'll talk about his dick later, but that's a whole thing too. There are no like short kings in romance. I feel like no. they're all like six four. It's true. Yeah, yeah. it's like tree so, trunks. They're walking through. He's having. He's totally impervious to the foliage. Meanwhile, she's getting cut to shit by these these what you horny think are leaves. plants. But they're just horny plants. Yeah, they're yeah. Just horny plants. They just so want then, you to be horny. Yeah, yeah. So then, as she's walking listener we shit you not as she's walking every <laughs> once in a while she just like stops to like hump her hand a little bit and then he's like <laughs> and then he's like oh god i've been holding back because she's my enemy and i don't like this thing and also the attachment that's really confusing and my but she my seems miserable of how horny she yes, is and i know that i can fix that horned up burning sensation <laughs> and so does he, does he oh so he comes up behind her and he like kneels behind her and he rubs on that clit for her and maybe he puts a finger in her i, I don't even remember he does. they all blur together man. they do he there does one because i remember says yeah go for it sarah his i was his worried about fingers, the claws no his yeah. fingers slip inside me like butter like yeah. butter who sticks butter there nobody <laughs> sticks butter there listen i'm doing a lot of bacon in the quarantine i have like four pounds of butter in my house there is no butter <laughs> that is like a uti or yeast infection like waiting to yeah happen. yeah oh that Absolutely. is just 
butter vaginosis right there. You don't want that. But yeah, <laughs> true. His fingers slip inside her like butter. Aaron, well, what's your Well, she's so quote? wet. Later, she's wet down to her kneecaps. Later, it's described as cream, which is even grosser. Oh, to me. yeah. I hate it. Uh-huh, you know what? Uh-huh, I had uh-huh. a... Which is, which I had is a highlight, but I don't think I want to read out loud. <laughs> please, Aaron, please. No, 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 Aaron. I think you do. You for wet. me. It says, if I wasn't inflamed between my legs, I am now. With my thighs pressed <laughs> together between my legs, a wetness seeps onto them. So she's seeping onto his legs. Yeah. Can't help uh-huh. it. Not with the thought of his dual tongue tips licking through the thick folds between my thighs. And that's when we realize he has a forked tongue like a snake. Aaron, you read that like someone was, you were a hostage. Yeah. Just, just making that, making you read that to Amanda, your that's at least one third of our <laughs> You should really listen to the other double penetration planet one where I was forced to read things out loud that I... I Which one is that? Uh, mastered by her mates. Yeah, mastered by her mates. Episode Amanda's 39, like, oh, my friend. Amanda's like, one thirty-five, <laughs> Making it a note right now. Oh, yeah. Wait, so I have to say something. Okay, but then... Yes, Erin. Part of her backstory, she says that is she's never been horny before because she's in the military. And because she's <laughs> in the military, she doesn't have any use for sex. Nope. Or mm-hmm. horny. She's That's not what she says at all. No, no. She's, oh. has, she has been genetically engineered to do that. She's been That's genetically she engineered to not have babies. She hasn't been genetically engineered to not. No, 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 no. Erin's right. She's genetically engineered to not have to not be to not uh, be able to have babies. Right. At one point, she says the long repression of my sexuality is over. I have no reason left not to suck his cock. It's because oh, she's she in the military. She's been like, I've got to turn this part of me off. I'm no longer mm-hmm. a woman. I am only a general. This book wow. does a lot of weird things with gender that I'm not sure I can fully unpack. <laughs> I do want, I just want everyone no. to know that that's not how military works. Um, <laughs> Aaron, that not you it? had sex while you were in the military? I did. I did not. It, I Wow, that I did. blows my mind. Yes. Unbelievable. Wow. It's not how it Incredible. Works. All right. Okay. I feel like that's against several rules. And it is. Words. It is. There are several but rules. What branch you know. of the military, though? The horny branch? The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. army. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the horniest, horniest of all branches. <laughs> that's great because my brother's in the Air Force and I don't want least horny of the branches is the Air the Force. Horny branch. So, no. so oh, see, I have the opposite. My brother's in the Navy and I'm like, get yours, man. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Is that not, is that a weird thing? <laughs> I just feel like everybody should be happy and be your... having orgasms. <laughs> I don't care who you your are. Brother is yours and yours alone. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about it. I don't want to know the details, but like, you know, do you be happy anyway? So, so then she turns around and she's like, must have this cock in my mouth. It's and gotta be gold. gold. We need to talk about it. Of course it... we do. It's ribbed. It's got a little pattern. Spiral. Spiral. Early yeah. Boy. yeah we're, we're all making Early the finger spiral. <laughs> you know. And then where is that? I highlight this. I mean, yeah, he's, there's the, he's ribbed scenario. Mm-hmm. And then he refers, it's like the thick covering at the tip pulls mm-hmm. back inside her mouth, mm-hmm. exposing my most vulnerable place, mm-hmm. my Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it's at. How did you picture this? I pictured it almost like a Venus flytrap. 
Oh my God, me too. <laughs> or maybe, maybe that, that alien sort of thing. That's like a Venus fight fly trap, but like with four pedals, Yeah, you know, uh-huh. like it really zoomps oh. out and then you've got that soft, squishy center of it, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Amanda will tell you that I have a little thing for, um, how to trade a dragon. It's one of my favorite children's movies. Ooh. And there is a dragon in the How to Train Your Dragon world called the Snap Trapper, which has multiple. Coincidentally, that's what I call my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, yes. I'm in high. <laughs> the Snap Trapper was like, like a three pronged Venus flytrap. So two of the top one. Aggressive the- oh, I can see that. Right. Yeah. I love it. So I think that's kind of what it looked like. It was like a little. Yes. I think so. And I, you know, I didn't hate it. <laughs> My imagination did not go that far. And I just thought it was a like a an uncircumcised situation. Yeah, I just thought it was like regular sure. foreskin. Yeah. But I yeah. do love that the only way to kill a sisters is to just stab them right in the dick. That's the only way to get them. You know, like just right there. I also love the the idea of faded mate penetration is not his dick it's his teeth yes because it's his teeth that are going to determine his faded person that the, yeah. the, the 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 person that he's going to form the attachment with is going to be the one who makes his teeth drop yeah but yeah, yeah, the yeah. dick is his vulnerability it is not his greatest strength uh-huh. it is not the tree trunk of his love it is the part where he can die yes yeah. that is very astute. she holds that power in her mouth Mouth? and hands and And wherever she wants to hold it 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 ends up in a lot of places it does does there's no anal though i really thought that was a missed opportunity There's just a little toodaloo. Listen, they gotta keep stuff for the sequels okay that's true you know there's oh act three was like a whole line of sequel bait yeah oh yeah and i'm gonna read all of them Amanda, you you have done a glorious thing here, Amanda. You have. I owe you a debt. (laughs) A life debt. Okay. I do. Okay, so then they keep on going, right? And they like oh what what Aaron? Well, this is the part where she sees him glittering in the sunshine. Oh, like Edward Cullen. She asks if he is the same Odin that um put the stars in the sky of the universe with the refracted light of his skin and he was like no that was my dad and i just want to pause <laughs> and be like okay there's some kind of <laughs> that the sisters created that this dude's dad because his skin was so shiny floofed all the stars into the sky like it floofed right up yep. recently like you would think that these people would have seen stars before his dad was born, right? Well, I thought his dad well, was super old, but the yeah, race to be not like, like just thousand. two generations old. Like they're a species. No, they, this was they like live a, a long time, like an Odin scenario. Yeah, that's true. I mean. it also, was sort of like the, if I'm going to read about somebody named Odin, Oten, that's like not Odin but Oten. Like I better get an eye patch out of the situation. That's how I feel. Love an eye patch. Yeah, I have a weakness for an eye patch. Same. It's true. Anyway, what's under there? You don't know. I thought that they did that for that was like propaganda 
You know, it's like, we're so, we never die. We've been alive for millennia. And so my dad's the one who like floofed the stars up into the sky, (laughs) you know, glittery nipples. Yes, Yes. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're very talented little glittery nipples. Anyway. So yeah. Sucked his golden dick yet. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That, that, All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. I will flip. Them. <laughs> yeah, that's that's chapter five. Okay. Golden Dick. Okay, chapter okay. five. All right. I'm on six now. So then they keep going and um, yeah, they they're like they keep on having to like either masturbate or or you know bone or whatever. They and don't actually the bone sun, though. They figure out that it's the sun. The yeah, because they stop at this. Oh my gosh, we're getting to one of my favorite parts of the book. Because <laughs> oh. they stop at a they stop at a stream, okay? And this idiot, the golden one, <laughs> runs idiot. straight up, stuffs his whole face into the water. That's fine. And drinks all the water. Like, first of all, you didn't you didn't you ever see Crocodile Dundee? She's like, I have to kill her. He's like, nay. The atmosphere, like the sun's dangerous, the plants are dangerous. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you think that the water is also dangerous? Also, I love the fact that he eats that fruit, which is apparently the only thing that does not intake the toxin. Yeah. He does reason, say, does it make it worse? And he says it might, but it's better than biting you. So it might actually make him horrible. Yeah, but I so thought he tested you- it. Can you imagine he's, you know, you're, you're, wa- you're wandering through the forest of horniness. Yes. You're in, you're in, you're in Neverland Forest. Humping trees. Yep. Humping no, trees, rubbing your, exhausting. rubbing yourself on the bark because you, you got itches down there. Need and any here's friction. this guy, the six foot tall golden doodle. Yeah. Yeah. With like mm-hmm. a big papaya. And he's just <laughs> sticking his fangs in it. To keep from biting you, like you look back and he's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> why? What? Why? Why? Wow. Okay. Well, because he can't put him in her. Okay, so here's what happens: he drinks all the water, and all of a sudden, he is just like he's seizing on the ground. He's shaking, and his he's so hard, you guys. He's like hard up to the sky, and she goes over to him, and she's like, "What's the matter with you? I'm sure I can help if I hop on that D." And so I think that's when she does. She just like hops right on. Yes, and she gives him an oh, age gosh, it's first. Maybe there's a maybe there's an HJ. There is an yeah. HJ and then first he, like, because her over. my thought was like an HJ is not going to handle this. Like it barely handles no. stuff on a non-sex planet. Like you're going to need <laughs> yeah. to get in there with more than that. Yeah, and and if you don't have like a flashlight to back you up here, you're you're going to yeah. need to you're going to need to you know hop on. That's right. That was the yeah, funniest part of they... the book for me though when he, he just like got the Trevor like Trevor was going through him. Oh, it's so good. So then that creates this sexual frenzy in which he just like keeps biting her and keeps boning her and she just like keeps orgasming, you know, like it's just this whole thing and they do, they go for hours and hours and hours and hours. And then and it uh, sets the up sun conflict goes down. Number one, which is, yes. I don't like you, but we are forced to bone by the atmosphere. We have to. We're from weather to. is we the to. atmosphere is making us bone, but I hate you. Right. Yes. And it's so, it's so yummy. Which calls up some funky consent issues. Yes. Which are later addressed, but initially are not. That's true. That's true. Wait. So, um, we, we, sorry, listener. He hates her because the humans, um, did a genocide on them. Yeah. Um, a long time ago. Like a couple hundred years ago. So all those humans are dead. Of course. But they like, they, they like, you know, 
went away and they they hid for a really long time they, like, and now faked their extinction or that's whatever that's the one mm-hmm. yeah yeah because humans in the 10 systems uh capital t capital s are like their whole thing is we dominate the universe and so that's what we're doing so tldr capitalism <laughs> right yes and she meanwhile is hates him because he did kill like half of her crew at the very least and and got her whole ship ruined mm-hmm. yeah but they have to bone. So then the sun goes down and they're no longer like murder horny anymore. Murder and horny. Wait, no, murder no, 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 but, no, no. So sorry. no. This part where he comes in her is the grossest stuff I've ever read <laughs> this week. For sure. I this loved week. it. This week. Next week. We don't know. Last week was something else. Um, I pull out. I, of her and see the thick fluids I poured into her dripping out of her swollen folds. I want them to That's stay in her. So I urge her thighs closed, but she moans, no, reaches down between her legs, massages herself. She soaks her fingers in the cum at her opening and raises the <laughs> dripping fingers to her lips, leaving a trail and then licks her fingers clean looks at me with hungry eyes and says more especially after it's described as meaty i just couldn't oh yeah oh my gosh so this sets up the other part of this in which she feels completely unfulfilled by any sexual encounter they have if he does not come inside her which which is a whole oh boy that's just a whole basket of i don't know how ladies have thought about how they didn't even talk about condoms you know (laughs) there are there in in space there are no condoms they didn't talk about just like bras they don't exist in space um they didn't talk about whether they've been tested they didn't talk about it. I'd be surprised. Aaron, stop okay. trying to be me right now. Don't. We're in space. I've told stop, Melody stop many times that if you're fucking a monster, you don't have to worry about STDs. And every single yeah. time we've done a monster episode, she's been like, they don't even talk about comedy. <laughs> so she's trolling me yeah, right I, now. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if O10 has never seen a condom in his life. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. No, because, because this is so good. Okay, also, this species <laughs> is just incredible because, so he is she's shocked because you know he does hate her she's shocked that before they do anything he makes her come at least once before his before he even approaches her with his penis and so she's <laughs> like this is really nice of him like i'm totally ready regardless he could just shove it right in and we'd be good but we find out from his perspective that Sizzadez females don't bone dry they don't open yeah, so they're bone dry they don't sick they don't secrete yeah, why, as he says why did he have to say that like, word oh god i loved it um and then uh and then also they don't like their vaginal opening does not open unless they come once which i think that's kind of nice humans should adopt like can we figure <laughs> that out keep them closed you know? keep um you know yeah but but like from an external force sure you know something that you can't control i think it'd be great for womankind all over the place anyway so then um oh i lost my train of thought <laughs> damn it we were talking about the water and the the shaking oh and the yeah sex 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they, they realize they're less horny at the night times because they realize that the sun like activates everything and it basically makes this toxin like evaporate into the air and, and it's, it's humidity. It's like, yeah, it's also like 125 degrees or something insane. Yuck. And so then they 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 like to go the next day. They do another day of road trip. No, no, no. Next um, day she's a snake. Oh, that's right. I'm he sorry. wakes up and she is a motherfucking snake. <laughs> she's gold. She, she's got she has fangs. Bumps. She's got that fork tongue. Got oh, a fork tongue. tongue. So they do, they do to fork talk. tongue makeouts. Everything she says is now hilarious. Because she's got yeah. a snake yeah. list where she's like, yeah. how dare you do this to me? Like, yeah. for nothing she says can be taken seriously in any way. My two favorite, my two favorite quotes from this whole fucking book are in this chapter. My first one, she's gold. She's a snake. She's got tough skin. She's got a forked tongue. She, he, she has begun to transform into his species. I rush to the pack of survival supplies, not Mm -hmm. caring that I'm still naked. Mm -hmm. Like I give a shit. I'm gold now anyway. Water (laughs) is more important. So like when I'm having a bad day, I'm going to be like, like, I give a shit. I'm gold now. I'm gold now. (laughs) Bitches, shut up. Get out of my way. I'm gold now. Like I give a shit. Like her priorities adjust in a very pragmatic fashion. Yes. I love her. But it's a good thing. She doesn't like. It's a good thing that she's she's a slither snake now because she's, yeah. Protected. Her whole her bodysuit has been ripped to shreds by all the sex. So she's like, well, no, and the plants and the plants. Yeah, the plants can't tell her hurt her anymore. Yeah, but yeah. then this brings up conflict too because his uh, tooth venom and jizz have combined to transform her into she's gold now, like she gives a shit. But she did not consent to being turned into a gold no. snake and woman. She's, she's mad. She's not mad. happy. And he, and before he finds out that she's mad, he's a big old consent worry too. He's like, I didn't know this would happen. Oh no, I've turned her <laughs> yeah. into a slither. And then snake she's and like, bullshit. But I kind of, I really just like, I'm, I'm sorry, Amanda. No, I feel like it's fair that he didn't know considering like yeah. they don't mate with humans. Right, yeah. So... How would he know? Yeah, there would be no way to know. But I kind of hated that, like, sex with him made her, like, become his thing. Like, I don't know. The thing that's cool about alien books is that they're different things and they come together over the the adversity of being, like, totally different species. I kind of hated that she, like, conformed to his deal. But, you know. Can you imagine how bummed he would be if he woke up and he was a, like a fleshy human? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, Honestly, I would be pissed. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. My whole thing is she, this happens to her and it is a surprise. You know, there's no it's two ways around it. But you know, it's you've already crash landed on a sex planet. There have been a lot of surprises in your day. What's yeah. one more? You're gold now anyway. Like you give a it- shit. That's right. So she's fucking pissed. And then she like, she just like walks naked through the forest where she would be, she would be demolished the day before. She's totally fine now. Yeah. And she still is like, me wants be weak human again. <laughs> Hurry, drink all the waters to make sure that I get human and less impervious to all danger. What? Yep. I don't know. I had a, I had a hard time with that part. Like at least delay it until you're out of the, of the vicious forest. Right. It's know. like a temporary buff. 
you get good (laughs) orgasms and you get, you get impervious gold skin and you know, a forked tongue. I mean, apparently kissing with forked tongues was like a whole thing for them. It was like acrobatic makeouts in there. She like wrapped her forked tongue around his fangs and started yanking on him. Like they were like, where they were his schlong. She started blowing his fang to suck the venom out with her forked tongue. Everyone, this thing is pure magic. (laughs) I won't hear anything else. All right, Melody, Melody, we have to take a time out for a very big challenging questions for please, you. Please. Forked please. tongue. Uh-huh. The seeker. Oh, shoot. This is tough. This is tough. Because <laughs> remember, the forked tongue can give blowjobs to fangs, but the seeker right. repairs your asshole. It does. Oh. It does. It makes sure that you're all healed up so that you can go for marathon sex sessions. Yes. Hmm. I'm going to... Although... He has healing properties in his mouth. And so I'm going to go forked tongue because it's the best of both worlds. Can you, can, do you remember when she described that forked tongue, like swirling around her clit? Do you remember I did. that? I did. <laughs> it wasn't great for me. It wasn't great for me. It wasn't good for me. No. Pretty good for her, though. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like what human men are missing is a forked tongue. Can I ask? A, oh, I'd be, I'd be down with a forked tongue. I feel like no. Erin, what's your wasn't question? A surprise. Um, yeah, but she like describes it like lapping at her cervix. I don't know. I was just like, no, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any kind yeah. of cervix well, talk, I get a little about, but um, no, 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 no. I my question is. Why does Nam still get wet when she's a snake lady? Because he said that snake ladies are bone dry down there. And then when she becomes a snake lady, she's still just like, like a fountain, just like. So here's the thing. I have an answer for that. And I feel like it's scientifically (laughs) based. Okay. Okay. (laughs) At the end, at the very end, spoiler alert, they decide to be together forever. She decides to be bitten forever. She decides to bite him too. It's a big H-E fucking A. And when he introduces her to his crew, they're like, who, who's this bitch? We don't remember a lady on the boat. (laughs) Right. And he's like, this is my forever mate. She is now human and sedes. So the only human quality she retains. She can, she retains her bone structure. She, she doesn't get like bigger or whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I she, accept your science. Let me please read she this still passage. Gets, oh, she's still open without an orgasm all the time, like a stupid humans, you know? <laughs> Idiot. I would That's like right. to read a passage to you. Please <clears throat> do. Please do. Because I'm curious I'm so if it is my favorite passage. I think it I might be shortly. based on your previous favorite passage. Yes. <laughs> I look down at my breasts. My nipples are now gold jewel-like points. Still mm-hmm. sensitive, though. <laughs> Boy, yo, 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 yo. From <laughs> rubies to gold, an upgrade. Still oh. sensitive though. Still sensitive though. <laughs> Get it, girl. So, as I you guys it. know, I live outside DC, and my next door neighbor works for NASA. He's Where very... is this story going? And I am really tempted to ask him about any alien life forms that they have discovered through NASA and whether yeah. they involve. Any snake tongues. men out there? Yeah, any snake men and, and sex planets. <laughs> but I don't think I, I want to do that because I have to live here. <laughs> just get real drunk before you yeah. do it. 
All right. Yeah. Or like text, text them and be like, sorry, wrong number. (laughs) Miss text. It's the other astronaut I know. Yeah. Sorry. I know several. If he does tell you that there are sexy aliens and that there is a sex planet Mm -hmm. and that all of these things exist, I am begging you not to tell Melody. Melody's going to be sneaking on to the next Yeah, spaceship. I might interstellar bride myself right up there. I don't it's know. Not, it's not because I don't want her to live her dreams or I don't want her to live her best life. This is pre- this is because I love Melody. Like I <laughs> She's going to board the space shuttle. She couldn't in a handle it. Dress, she couldn't handle just it. Just ready to go. <laughs> anyway. I think I could handle it, madam. You could handle I it. I think I am especially equipped. I don't mean that you couldn't handle it sexually. <laughs> I'm saying that you would be lost to sex planet forever. We'd never, your children, none of us would ever hear from you ever again. Your children would grow up motherless. But Aaron, yes, Aaron, yes. imagine the Kindle Unlimited series come out of this, this adventure. This She'd never like write it. Lim- She'd never write it. She would have no time. I she would be gone. It. It'd be a, mem- a memoir of Millage's life. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wouldn't even get a postcard. No. You know? <laughs> Your children would be like, tell us about her mother. What was she like? Where is she now? Yes. Listen. Uh, getting DP'd by six aliens right now. <laughs> she's so happy. She, she's so, she's happy. so happy. She loved you so much, but just not That's as right. much. <laughs> she loved by multiple aliens in front of the crowd. That's... <laughs> Oh, all, right. all right, we have to get back to this book. Yeah, I thought this book was going to end without them having sex in front of a crowd, but they did it. Mm-hmm. So once they end, <laughs> to that box. <sighs> anyway, all right. I was surprised that there was no anal, but I suppose you do have to leave something for the sequels. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Plus, so I forgot they... about that digital action. You know, it's the anal is the final frontier. Mm. Oh yeah, we've already got sex fangs and a forked tongue. Anal's just like whatever. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So eventually they have to get to her ship, and her ship is on the other side of a mountain, which is not made of penis, so she can't do anything with it. So she decides with her human agility, now that she's transformed back into a fleshy human, she's just gonna climb up the wall. No sweat. He cannot climb so easily, and he is mad. He's very sad about this. Yes. Oh, darn. But then they end up in a cave. In a sex cloud. It's a sex cave. cave. In In a sex cloud. In a sex cloud. (laughs) We have ascended into a new layer of the atmosphere. So at Uh this layer with, you know, the cirrus clouds, there's some sexy clouds, and they're in a cave, and they have complete blackout cave cloud sex. I mean, they, they... They are forced to attempt to fuck each other almost to death. Like, <laughs> yes. Like yeah. they. <laughs> and then they black out. <laughs> Neither of them want to. And they just have to keep. I feel fucking. like that's how Melody wants to go out. Snoo, <laughs> snoo. <laughs> I care about my vulva too much, Amanda. I'm sorry. It's too much. So what I found hilarious about this chapter mostly was that he, she's like way up top. He's climbing way lower than her. 
And yeah. he's in the sex cloud and he's like hallucinating sex. <laughs> sex <video. laughs> and he, he calls out for her name. <laughs> calls out for her name. And, and she is like yelling in like pain, like she's in trouble. And so he like scrambles. Yeah. And I thought stupidly, cause I'm a big, big, <laughs> dumb dummy. But maybe she had fallen or was injured or was trapped mm-hmm. somewhere or another alien had come because there was that other and alien, remember, that attacked you them. Were reading? <laughs> but he gets there and she's just like furiously <sighs> masturbating and she's like, That's right. I'm horny. <laughs> Put it in me. That's why it's she's a life threatening horniness. <laughs> the only answer is more cowbell, or in this case, gold <laughs> alien day. It's true. But we did herbs a couple of things that I just want to blow <sighs> through real quick. There is that attack by that big giant beast, and they do do that teamwork that and so he starts thinking, like, oh, we're doing a teamwork and it's a big hot. She's and a then, warrior. Rawr. Yeah. And then he does he does nurse her until she's human again. Yes. He like he like you know he dicks her down a little bit but only because they're both they're both crazy and he doesn't know what's going on either it literally is like i imagine myself blah 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 oh god i'm right here there's her clit oh no how did this happen so then but then he does he like helps her flush all this des venom out of her body and um yeah, and he promises that no matter how much he wants to he's never going to bite her again without her consent because Liar. he wants her consent and so then, then he starts chomping down on those fruits, and now we're in the cave, and then it's a blackout. They've all, they they must have fucked each other to death. I'm thinking to myself, and then I'm like, no, it's a romance novel. We're fine. That would be I mean, an that H-E-A, could be though. An H-E-A if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Fair, yeah. So she wakes up in in like a camp in her ship, and all of all of her crew is there, and it turns out maybe 100 percent of them are women. We're all women the whole time. So happy, yeah. Yeah, and because all the smart them, ones who wanted to rebel against the ten systems were all women. Yep, but they were all hiding their gender because they weren't allowed to be women. They had. To- she also, forced them to stay hidden. Yeah, I got the sense that her crew kind of fucking hated yeah. her a little yeah. bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was she was not the leader that she thought she was. No, no, right. No. She turns into the leader that she thought she was. Does though, she? you know. Does she? Okay. Does that- All right, Erin, you're right. I have some things <laughs> to say about that. <laughs> anyway, is this from please. a is this from a romance perspective or a former military perspective? I think a human perspective. Like, <laughs> a, a per- she's not human anymore. She's a gold plated, dual breasted, fork tongue love yeah, machine. Yeah, I feel like That's I right. feel like as like a citizen perspective, like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I, her crew was fine without her. Yeah. Yeah. Like they oh, were all fine. Yeah. They were like, listen, we all took our suits off and we're like, we're all chicks. A couple of them got stuck in an escape pod and took care of each other. Like, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would read escape pod. Would book. love that novella. Yeah. Robin, if you want to give us that novella. Yes. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Escape pod lady love. I think that there is an audience for that one because, yeah. you know. Into it. But like, okay, so, so they all yeah. they all shed their armor and they're like, oh my God, we're all ladies and we hate the 10 systems and we hate the military and we hate chain of command. So let's be a democracy now. So they decide to be a democracy and vote on things. And then like she shows up and she's like, I'm she horny for Sesdez's. And I, she's a cock block for democracy is what she is. It's true. <laughs> yeah. 
You're right, Amanda. No true words have ever been spoken. Yeah, because at the like they're like, no, we're gonna keep him. We voted. We're gonna keep him chained up down there. Like we voted. We're not gonna get with the says des. We're not gonna have an alliance. And then like at the end, she's like, hi, my people would love to make an alliance with you guys without even like talking to her crew. Nope. Well, I, she's bad at wait, diplomacy. Wait, wait. She's wait. bad at democracy. <clears throat> yes. But this is when, so this is before they find out that he did it on Schmaxident. You know, he wouldn't have done then it. Then go back to your crew, just explain it to I them, make an appeal, yes. take a fucking vote. That's what this is. That's what this is. Yeah, I know. I know. They should kill her. They should kill her. Well, they don't have to. She's gold. (laughs) You can't make her walk the plank for this. Come on. (laughs) Stay gold, horny girl. Stay gold. gold. That's right. (laughs) Can we make that into a shirt? What? Stay stay golden, horny girl. Stay golden. Yeah. I mean, she might be right, but she still has to get a consensus, which she doesn't even think about doing. And no, she doesn't. And then, then we get. The glow in the dark invisible dude. Oh, Kafefe? Yes. Who is an actual <laughs> sex god, I found out from the blurb from the second book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he seems he like a sex, sex shaman of some sort. That's right. Yep. So, okay. How, wait, okay. So she sneaks down, gives uh, Odin the, the anecdote, an- antidote to the thing. <laughs> that was also a big mean. They were basically torturing him by not giving him the antidote. Mean. That's a big torture. But she does still do it secret. That is not Geneva Convention nonsense. And he boarded their ship and tried to kill Geneva all of Convention them. I don't get it. You can't you, you can't let him die from horniness. That's so not gonna die of horniness. They're supposed to be the better ones, right? They're supposed to be anti ten systems, and yet they're gonna torture this man by not giving him the antidote I'm that they she's have readily right. on hand. She just needs to not sneak behind the back of her her lady True. friends. Oh, to get him the antidote, fuck everything. Sneak. You know, <laughs> the rest of it, get a consensus, sure. You know, is, is Aaron usually this unsympathetic? Because I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're right. like, uh, is, yes. I just wanted to check. This is who Aaron is. That's fine. I'm definitely the law and order arm of the true. podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, she is the rule. She's the rule follower arm of the podcast. You should check and, out the uh, episode on card. Love Hacked by Penny Reed. <laughs> oh boy she gets real mad about national security i just don't i just don't understand why terrorists needs to be heroes in our romance novels okay i want your opinion aaron if you ever do watch this movie i watched it last night called outside the wire it's new on netflix it's got anthony mackie uh it's kind of sci-fi uh, militaries using like robots and like biotech. Okay. Now. But there are questionable things. <laughs> and I was like trying to text my brother who was like seven hours ahead of me, uh, like asking him all these military questions. Okay. So I will. I'll watch I it. I want your thoughts. Okay. I want all your right. thoughts. Outside the wire. Outside the wire. It's on Netflix. All right. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this with Michael. Yeah. It just came out this week, I think. <laughs> Okay, so she does sneak over to him, gives him the antidote. She also, like, gives him some salve for his raw cock oh because they, they both fucked themselves Her whole raw. career, her whole crew had to, like, rub salve on her vulva. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your co-workership right there. It is. It like, is friendship. I've, I've had the same roommate for six years, and I don't think I could ask her to do that. No, <laughs> but would you do that your for coworkers? Her? No, I also would not do that for her. <laughs> Can we ask Stephanie? <laughs> I was like, she has hands. She could figure it out. Melody would do that for any one of us, and I want you guys to Of know. course I would. I'm not going <laughs> to let you go around with a raw vulva that hurts so bad. She's no. asleep. She's not experiencing it. She's <laughs> unconscious. Yeah. I'll give her some Advil. I mean, I'll probably wear a glove for both of our, you know, this, but of course I would. No, don't look at me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, so then the other guy, so then the guy shows up, the cafe guy. Yes. And he is uh, invisible. And then, then he materializes and, he and I, I love, I love that. Yeah. I love that. He like goes around him being like, hello, hello, hello. Like, <laughs> from different areas all around him. <laughs> He's like the Cheshire cat of sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. Instead of like the smile appearing first, it's like his dick appears first. Pretty much. Uh, yes. <laughs> And he's His the one who's like, appears first. I'm yes. going to give you the proper names for what you've experienced. And these names will be a bit of a letdown. <laughs> yes. It's called the Desidre. Desidre. Yeah. It's like Desire, but the like. Desidre. Yeah. But he also informs him that they are rebels of the 10 systems. And this is when he's like, no, of course they can't be. She would have told me. And I'm like, why would she have told you a fucking thing, man? Yeah. <laughs> You were jumping to a lot of conclusions here. And she was so distracted by the Desidra or whatever it is. So horny. That said, she gave several major clues. And I can understand why he did not understand, why he did not pick up the clues that she was putting down. But she was always curious, not like, I would like to destroy you. I'm just going to kill you. But like, wait, didn't your dad like make the stars and stuff? Like she was, she was intellectually research curious not how do i kill you faster and easier because i mean she could have killed him like 25 times while they were boning she could have been like praying mantis the hell out of this whole situation if you yeah if you lied by omission could you blame it on extreme horniness (laughs) (laughs) just like in life (laughs) or in this book i totally forgot to tell you i was just so horny that day that (laughs) totally slipped my mind i'm gonna try it well, yeah. I think she I think she also she said something about like, well, not all humans want to like, you know, search and destroy or yeah. whatever. And he was like, you go, you go fuck yourself. I know about humans. <laughs> right. Yes, they all of you, all of you are the same. Yes. And she had just escaped. They had just escaped the 10 systems and they were on their first tri- trip outside of their military uh hierarchy. They had yes. just escaped. So it makes sense that she's not like, oh yeah, we're totally not with them. No worries. Cause she doesn't understand who the fuck these guys are. And they right. just killed half her crew. So mm-hmm. she made clear uh signals that she was not evil, but he was of course operating under the assumption that she and people on her crew were responsible for their genocide. And she had to keep right. telling him, no, all those peoples are super, super dead because we don't live mm-hmm. as long as you. Yeah. I, I like, We're all dead, dude. I mean, but the systems are the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like even though those, those people are dead, the, the 10 the systems, systems have not the, improved. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, their whole, their whole deal has not changed. So I can sort of understand where he's coming from on that. Yeah, they both have understand. I can't believe I'm saying this. They both have understandable <laughs> motivations not to trust yeah. each other, either even as they bone each other to death. But I feel like mm-hmm. once we find out that she's a rebel and she's not part of the ten systems and that they were leaving for science or whatever, 
mm-hmm. that then the blame shifts onto Odin for like they they like murdered these people without ever like communicating right. with them or whatever. And no one stops to be like, hey, General Nem, like why were you cruising through restricted airspace in the first place? No one asked that question. Isn't that no, kind of well, like and- a bad general move to like just. And why hadn't you changed all like the, they talk about changing the colors or like the signage on the thing because they just saw a warbird yeah. coming into their system and they thought, oh fuck, they found us. Why yeah. would he send it up to them to be like, hey, uh, prepare for an invasion because we might go right. ahead and do that. Uh-uh. No, that's a hard no. Right. You're just going to blow that shit out exactly. of the sky. Because it Look looks like that. war and it's been war before. Why would you be like, maybe it's not war this time? No, yeah. no, it, it is. Yeah. It's it her totally fault is. for no, flying yeah, into the their of- area. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. balance, the balance of guilt is weird because all of a sudden, once Odin knows that he has attacked a ship that was a research research vessel, even though he had exactly zero ways of knowing that in advance, he's like, oh no, we have done a dishonorable thing and we must help. And I'm like, why? Yeah. The second part, like, sure, but no guilt. Yeah, dude, you didn't know. Yeah. There was no way for you to know. And the magical this, sex gas was not going to make this apparent. This whole right. book is just one bad luck incident after another. It <laughs> like, really is. Flying into their airspace, landing, Crash landing on the, on the sex, sex planet. planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love All it. All right. So it's we've got to get to like the woods <laughs> and the magical sex light. Yeah. So they find oh, and each the, other. And the, and the, and the see-through town. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, I there. could not visualize that see-through town for the I life could. of me. I bet you could. <laughs> <laughs> she visualized it before it was even written. She already had this in her head. No, this is, this is all Robin Lovett. This is everything that this is just sheer brilliance, frankly. Oh, you love it. <laughs> so, That's what you're Okay, so they just okay. So also, he has gone. So the four steps of sh- attachment are like physical desire. That's when your fangs come right. down for the special one, <laughs> and then it's like, like intellectual and like emotional, and then the last one is you would die for them. Like- so he's been fighting. He's like, I can do the physical stuff. It's fine. I've done the physical before. I can. I can get out of this. Like I can hit reverse and <laughs> and get out of this. But then he's realizing that at this point, he knows he's a goner emotionally and intellectually and all of that. And I think the guilt almost speeds that up because suddenly he's like, everything I've been fighting just like drops. And he's like, oh my gosh, she's she's the most perfect entity that's ever been, you know, and I need her and I want her and she's mine and stuff. But he's not telling her that because he knows that she's uh, skittish. (laughs) <laughs> so they go they this so then we have another tiny road trip where Kofefe takes them to he's going to take them to the communication station at their town where he can send word up to his ship and then they can go get supplies and like fix the origins and it's a whole thing but all on of the a sudden way, all of a sudden this planet is so well populated after they wandered in the oh, woods yeah. Yeah. with like one wildebeest and a pond all uh-huh. of a sudden there's like <laughs> Uh-huh. Whole cities and towns and shit. Like, uh-huh. wow. I thought of this little Sarah, but I think I love a map. in that whole week, they traveled like a mile, maybe. Yeah. Because they were going like, they they were were busy four fucking, steps yeah. and they were like, Ugh! and then there were like four more steps. <laughs> like, they had to like collapse and masturbate again. And then they kept saying, like, we'll travel at night so we can go more than 10 steps without like having orgasms. And then they just wouldn't. So 
I don't. Well, they were so tired far. from the marathon sex, the the just the hypnotic sex they were having. So anyway, now they're going, and he's he's like trying to talk to her um, about stuff, and she's being like, "I'm genetically engineered to not be able to have kids, so you don't want me." And he's like, "Don't you tell me what I want." And he takes <laughs> her off into the forest, and he's like, "I want you. I want everything about you. You're perfect to me." And I, you know, the whole thing. And so then they start doing it and Kofefe comes over and he's like, I thought you might want to see those abs. So I'm going to glow on you and it's going to be great. So he starts doing his, his internal glow stick thing. But he turns around so he can't see. So it's like, so basically yeah. his ass is glowing. <laughs> it's like, so it's like a butt light. Yeah. <laughs> butt light. So as they are, you know, doing the, the big dickin'. The light comes over and it, I love this. It hits her clit first, which I found hilarious. Ooh, so the light comes over this <laughs> ball of light, like comes over and hits her clit. And then it, it like shines under her, all of her molecules. And then it goes in through his dick and it shines under all his molecules. And then they can read each other's minds. So he knows <laughs> that she's, she, you know, doesn't, the one. she can do this forever. And, but she wants to, and then she finds out that like, this is the real attachment and he doesn't care about children because he just wants her no matter what that means for his life. Yes. And so then she does a big freak out because she's like, there's gotta be one. Yeah. We should, we can't do this anymore. This is, you gotta, we gotta just third favorite line in this story. He is nothing more to me than a fascinating alien who is very talented at making me come. (laughs) That's all he is. We've all met that guy, right? Yeah, that fascinating alien. (laughs) Very talented. Frankly. Wait, wait, wait. But we forgot when he saved her life from the runaway thingy. Oh, right. And she's like, you dumbass, I would have gotten out of the way. We haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet. Sorry. Well, I have a lot to say about it. So when it happens, (laughs) just know. I will let you know. I will let you know. So then we go, (laughs) we finally get to the magical translucent town of sex and orgies. And, um, everybody's beautiful. Everyone's a blue man. Everybody's a blue one. Blue man group. (laughs) And a group of blue men. So as they go through, they're watching like these just like townhouses, rows of townhouses that are all made of translucent glass. And like at one point there, they just see like a butt print against a glass <laughs> because somebody's getting dicked against that glass. Um, and they're like, what's happening here? And Kofefe is very much like, I mean, we live in a society where we have to have sex all the time. We high. live in a society. Like, what do you we want live from with us? the sex gas and this is how it works there that's right also here. they like judge each other's character and blah 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 about how you fuck mm-hmm. um it's they have a sex games it's like the olympics but just for them oh yeah oh, they're like you have to great. stick around for the summer when we do our sex games i'm like what what <laughs> just end of the book what is this i want to know like <laughs> just okay i'm bob costas welcome to the sex olympics <laughs> Everyone comes out with their flags. And it's like kinkiest so wins, torches, right? You guys, like the kinkiest <laughs> you can be. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder how bobsledding works. 
So, um, all right. So they do the whole communication thing. They're going to get this stuff tomorrow. And she's like, oh God, tomorrow. I never wanted to see him again, but now that it's tomorrow, whatever shall I do? So then they get their own little clear fuck palace. Fuck pod. And yeah. And <laughs> Kofefe leaves and she's like, I can't be around you because you've become, oh no, they're about to go into the fuck palace. And then what happens, Aaron? <laughs> Now's your time to shine, Aaron. <laughs> As they're walking into fuck castle. Um, <laughs> fuck castle. As they're walking inside, a thing yes. get, is like bad <laughs> And it's like coming toward her, a, a small car or something is like zoom right at her. And then he, it's a horse drawn carriage. It's zoom and there's smoke and it goes at her. And then he jumps in front of her to save her. And she's like, you're stupid. I would have moved, whatever. So now he says, my God, the attachment is now complete because step four of attachment was that I have to risk my life to save yours, which <laughs> begs the question. Backline sisters, planet. <laughs> to get married, you have to. Are they just orchestrating accidents? Yeah, you have to be in a life or death situation where you lay your life on the line for the other one. So, so. Yeah, I think they would have to just orchestrate accident. And I think they'd be dying. There's left no and proposals. Right. Yeah, no, there's no proposals. It's just it's like, let's death. drive our car at them. Very let's rarely. Drop a piano out of a building. Yes. <laughs> Very rarely do you have in life the opportunity to sacrifice your life for your partner. Mm-hmm. And if you do have that unfortunate event, a lot of times one of you is going to die. Like, that's a really bad. <laughs> foundation but the weird thing is like the attachment the steps are just bizarre to me in that like i have skipped to step four on a lot of things in my life like i would die for my cat sure i would die for like a plate sure. of chorizo nachos <laughs> Mexican place. night cheese i would die for a good oh, slice yeah. of night cheese mm-hmm. like night have i attached myself to- <laughs> you're right yeah. All right. Well, I think that it's my burden now. I have to come at you with all of this is Des science. Oh no. Right. Are you just saying are you <laughs> hey, listen? Hey, before historian. before you even start, Melody, <laughs> you try to come at me with with that it's just like emotionally you would want to you would if it were to happen hypothetically. <laughs> no, what? That's not what it is because I it book. is. It's do you want to know why? Not. Oh, because they've both been fighting it so hard, Aaron. If the attachment is mutual, you don't have to work so hard to prove the fourth step of attachment. Also, he's been fighting it because he knows that she doesn't want it. So if he wasn't fighting it so hard, then that would have clicked into place before. But Aaron instead, doesn't believe you we either. needed car accidents. I see her face. <laughs> this is Des science. You're uh, welcome. If the glowy dick doesn't do it for you, dodging a vehicle is not going to make it happen. Either. Boom. <laughs> I hate you all. So then they go into fuck castle. <laughs> a clear plastic. Fuck mountain. Through. They're there. Fuck castle. <laughs> and she, so she's very much like, wow, tomorrow is our last day together, but we shouldn't spend this time boning because it'll just make it harder. She does that stupid <laughs> thing that I hate in all media. Stop doing that. Just bone. Anyway. So um, then he's like, 
what are you talking about? I can't leave you. I have, I am now attached. And she's like, no, that's, that's some bullshit. And I don't believe you and blah. (laughs) And he's like, no, I am incapable of leaving you. So then they have this big fight where she's like, even if we were to get together, I only live for like 75 years. And so you'll be so sad. And then he goes, you don't have to, you know, that you don't have you to can stay become a human. Slither snake. <laughs> slither snake. I can slither up in you. So they go to separate rooms. And then what I I mean, it was just like tiny little bow. She just comes to her own conclusions. She's like, you know what? I could be a bold be- fork tongue immortal sparkly. I can get into it. It would be so much easier to take down the 10 systems if I had 10 lifetimes to do it. Can you just imagine like a, a she's all that makeover scene <laughs> oh. where she like walks down the stairs and now she's like a stick woman. <laughs> That's pretty much like, what she does to her crew. They're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. With like, like a it's six me. pence. Yeah, sixpence none the richer playing in the background. <laughs> so kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you guys what I wish would have happened in this book beyond all else is they oh, like please. go back to the cliff where they found her. They take her back mm-hmm. to the 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 ship and she wakes up and she's like, oh my God, the desire planet in the air and the plants and the water. And like everyone else in the ship is like, no, <laughs> pretty, about it was fine. pretty normal for us. <laughs> what's what's going on there? Right now? Thirsty? That's weird. No, there's no such yeah. thing as desire clouds. That's not a thing. Oh my gosh. There was no Ray. God, that would have been a stroke of genius. <laughs> That's what I wanted beyond all else, but it didn't happen for me. So, like in the last chapter, okay. everything gets wrapped up. Yep. She turns into a gold fork tongue snake immortal yep. sex thing. She bites him. She, she puts her him. venom There's in him of, now. Bites of lots of biting and lots of tongue things. That's There's right. There's like sequel people for days. Yep. Right. There's like they a do sequel farm. Oh yeah, they do a whole fuck Olympics just on their own. Yeah. yeah. Like just because they wants to for the whole town. And there is, there is a time where his unicorn come spelled C O M E, even though it's a noun, which I found to be jarring every time flattered against the glass wall of fuck mountain. And everybody. Jackson Pollock of that he thing. Did. Applause. Everyone in the street is like, bravo, bravo. Well played. They've never seen anything like it. I mean, it is sparkly, meaty, sweet. Like a honey glazed ham. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could think of. It was like, remember, he's got this. It's a spiral cut because he's got a spiral spiral ridges on his face. So it's a spiral (laughs) cut, honey cut ham. That is it. Oh, no. Oh boy, you're <laughs> dead. Oh, it's so good. Such oh, good ham. So then she goes back to the place to get the reactor stuff to fix the ship, and she's like, "Oh no, what'll ever happen if we don't have the Dezedra in our bones anymore?" But and he's like, bada-bom. "Don't worry, my bone is just fine." And they get on that ship, and it's cool. They were mates for life, but not before she makes an wait. alliance for humans with. Oh, right. Yeah. Without consulting anyone else on her ship. <laughs> and also, like, I mean, there. it's a good idea. We get, like, go into her backstory of, like, what is it? Like, her grandmother was, like, a researcher. And oh, like, yeah. all of a sudden, she's got all this stuff. Seta's 
backstory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. her grandmother fucked a says does too. Or at least it's, checked oh, out man. one of their weens. Like she, yeah. he made this whole thing that like, if, if she knows about the says does peen situation, she definitely was in love with the says does. It's like, or dissected one. Like you don't, know. <laughs> you don't know. But, you no, know, you don't whatever. Know. Wait, I forgot to talk about my other favorite part of this this thing, and that's when when they're in the forest right before the glow stick happens. You know, the glow stick of illumination, <laughs> the, the butt they, light. Um, the, the butt light, yeah. Turn on so, your butt light. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> let it shine wherever you go. <laughs> she's like, she's like, guess what else I learned from my research? And he's like, what is that? And she's like. It wasn't your cum that made me sparkly gold. It was just your venoms. So you know what that means. He's like, I'm going to come up all in you. (laughs) And finally, she gets the satisfying sex that she had been missing because the meeting for like three days because he came inside her like three days ago. It's not like it's been a desert of like. There's plenty of spiral cut ham. It's true. I I just love the idea that orgasms are not what we're going for with sex. That's not, orgasms are not what's going to make it ultimately satisfying. No, 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 no. It's getting the the baby goo up in. That's that's Uh. really what does it. It's just such a foreign concept to me that I thought it was hilarious. Man. Melanie, have you considered a choice of being like an adult film screenwriter (laughs) (laughs) i think they could only be parody adult films you know they're they're out there they would be they would be comedy adult films (laughs) (laughs) well melody did write a um an autumn erotica for one of our patreon (laughs) episodes and it was i think the best thing she's ever done I mean that like because it was brilliant (laughs) pumpkin spice lattes were shooting out of people like it was honestly incredible wow (laughs) sweater weather what was it called it was like come inside her haunted mansion inside her haunted mansion (laughs) (laughs) it was so good you guys (laughs) <laughs> okay so aaron what did you think of the book of this, of this book <laughs> comedy gold i i had no pants feelings about book but boy was it fun to read <laughs> i spoke to amanda earlier and i was like what the fuck was that <laughs> like you're welcome yeah it was thank you it was everything good in the universe amanda what, what do you think of this book I mean, how did you find this book? I don't remember because this isn't, I think I like discovered it in like a publicity email when it first came out. Um, And I feel like if you just want like a weird book, turn your brain off for a second and just, (sighs) it's one of those things where you, you just have to lean into it. Uh That's true. You just have to. Yeah. To lean in as yeah, you just gotta be like, I'm here for the sex gas yeah. mm-hmm. and the sex venom and the, and the spiral cut ham and the meaty jizz. I'm here for it. Yeah. 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 Melody, was Buckle this up. everything you could ever want in a book? 
Honestly, it really was. Yep. <laughs> it was it was everything. It was everything that like my it, this is the one like true gift that the podcast has done for me because oh, yeah. I didn't know that my ultimate escape, my ultimate like just catnip, my ultimate I mean, hilarious, right? Because it's it's equal parts hilarious and wonderful. And like you you still it's alien erotica. I didn't know <laughs> that that's fucking. really what I does it for know. me. And so alien yeah, fucking. this book, this book was a, an absolute gift for me and my hiatus reading. And I cannot wait to devour the rest of them. Can't I want to hear what you think of the rest of them. I hope Don't, that you will. Oh, you will. I think just that, like I sent you a long email about the second book of Lords of the Sater, <laughs> I will do the same for this. Oh, thank you, Sarah. I think the third one has one of the blue ladies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, the hmm, yeah, I think it's the the fourth. It's the fourth. The fourth. They, yeah. It's a it's a sex goddess. Um. The second one is uh, his Another number two. Sedez. Yeah, it's his number two, Sedez, and the human that got uh, captured. And so he gets to have like a second mate, I guess, because his whole thing is his mate died. Yeah. And I think maybe Toxic Desire Planet fixes that for him. I don't know. Aaron? Yes, Aaron. What, a, what about Genie and Kafefe? Are they not going to? So that's book three. Oh, okay. That's book three. And and they have to like go off. They have to go on a, a road trip as well. They go off planet. And I think I think that's a bunch of dream sex because she she knows she's got some alien DNA Melody in loves her, dream sex. She <laughs> this is if you can believe it, another thing that Melody loves is when people Melody, separate. have you have you read what is it? The first book in is it the Thea Harrison series? I don't know. I've never read a Thea Harrison. But the it's dragon the one, one? Yeah, with a uh, Pia who steals the dragon's horde. I yeah, dragon, dragon something. He like when he's going after her, he appears to her in a dream and things get real spicy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves a dream. Okay, so Melody Read Dragon Bound by Theo Dragon Bound. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm taking a note. Okay. Yeah. So they uh, they decide they can't actually do this because she her alien DNA makes her like ultra monogamous and his sex god whole deal makes him like definitely poly. And so they try to only have dream sexes, which he like she thinks they're actually dreams at first, according to the blurb. And then it turns out that like they weren't like super dreams. And so maybe like big consent problems. I was going to say that's know. playing with consent again. I know. I'm probably going to eat it up with a goddamn spoon. So who knows? Um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. So I went before we wrap up, I want to oh. share with you my favorite line. Yes, yes Melody. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying the fourth one was the sex goddess. And then he actually a, a, a human man who's been uh, genetically modified to be like a big Goliath, too. So and and his whole skin doesn't have any feeling at all. And so the whole premise of the book is that they have to go off to like some fuck cave so that she can heal his his ness so that he can feel things on his skins. So she heals him with her sexiness. <laughs> Before you wrap up, Sarah, I just want to tell you guys, Sarah and Amanda, that there are things that Melody doesn't like, and I do. I feel like <laughs> I would never have presumed like otherwise. A curmudgeon of like, <laughs> no. there are things no, I like. I, I promise. 
All right. Okay. I would never think that. All right. So this is the thing that I am going to cross stitch. <gasps> yes. Yes. I'm going to put this at the top of every to-do list I make from here on yes. in my life because I feel like this book had such a, a, a theme of productivity. Like they were determined Ooh. they were going to get through the woods. They were going to get through the sex forest. They were going to get through the, the horny pants. They were going <clears> to <throat> find the ship. They were going to do the thing. Yes. So this is what I will cross stitch. I will I will send you the pattern if I make the cross stitch. You ready? Please. No orgasms from an enormous gold cock or fangs dripping in ecstasy will distract me today. <laughs> <laughs> that will go up on my office mug. wall. Yeah. It's got to be on a coffee mug. Yes. Like, not before I've nothing, had my coffee. <laughs> nothing will hold me back. Not orgasms from an enormous gold cock, not fangs dripping in ecstasy. I will get shit done today. Nothing mantra. will distract me. I, it's going to be like, on my office wall. <laughs> I still like the stay golden, horny girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This book uh, is a gift. Thank you, Amanda. Thank You're you, welcome. Amanda. Really? Oh. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. And thank you so very much to Melody and Aaron for joining us to talk about this book. We had the greatest time. If you are looking for any of the books we talked about or you're thinking, yes, I want to read about these forked tongue aliens on a sex gas planet. Well, yes, of course you do. We will have links to Toxic Desire and the other books we talked about in the show notes at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. This episode is also brought to you by Ritual, a daily multivitamin now available and essential for kids. This episode is not essential for kids, but this vitamin is. Ritual knows how difficult it can be to get your kids the nutrients they need. That's why they made essential for kids to help fill gaps in the diets of ages 4 through 12 without making a single compromise to quality or taste. Not only do they have a natural citrus berry flavor, yum, but they're convenient by design. Each gummy features a three-in-one design that includes a daily multivitamin, vegan omega-3 DHA, and a good source of fiber per serving. I really like Ritual because of the convenience of the delivery and the fact that transparency is all over the product. Not only can I see through it, but I know where everything inside it comes from. When it comes to what goes into our kids' bodies, they've got being picky down to a science. Mine do, certainly. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit Ritual.com slash Sarah to start Ritual or add Essential for Kids today. Visit Ritual.com slash Sarah. Now, I end every episode with an absolutely dreadful joke, and I'm 99% sure I haven't told this one before. But if I have told this one before and you've heard it before and you're super annoyed with me, please let me know. You can email me at SG, SBJ, SBJ podcast at gmail.com or Sarah, S-A-R-A-H at smartbitchestrashybooks.com or call and leave a message at 201-371-3272. And if you want to leave me your own terrible joke, you don't understand how much I love it when I get bad jokes in the mail and in the voicemail. All the mail, bad jokes, very good. So this joke, 99% sure I haven't told it before. What do you get when you combine a porcupine and a turtle? What do you get when you combine a porcupine and a turtle? Slow poke. <laughs> so silly i love it so much thank you so much for listening on behalf of everyone here we wish you the most awesome reading and a very relaxing few days because oh yes i like relaxing thank you again for listening it is such an honor to have you and to be part of your routine each week 
Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts.